The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. Visit balanceus.org to learn more. Broadcasting live from spooky Southern California on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. It's Wednesday, October 12th into the 13th. I'm Jess Rogie, and this is the Jess Rogie Show. You know what? This is a show for people who want to explore a variety of topics to try to find out more about the reality that we live in because. There's so much that's hidden and so much more to be discovered. Guys, Halloween is coming. We are in the month of Halloween. What do you guys do in Halloween night? I got something for you. Alex Exum's annual Halloween horror show. Dr. Stein. A maniacal surgeon committed to performing horrific experiments on others is taking over his asylum to resume his experiments in a modern retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So what's a better way to spend your Halloween night, guys? The Diabolical Dr. Stein Halloween Horror Show. So that takes place Halloween night. So that's Monday, October 31st at 7 p.m. Pacific. And if you guys use promo code Jess, J-E-S-S, for 20% off, for more info, you can head over to DiabolicalDrStein.com. I'm going to drop the link there in the chat for you guys. Real quick, i got to copy it, though. Also, Friday night, guys, we're moving into the 90s, so we're talking our favorite 90s horror. So that's movies. That includes movies like Blade, guys. Vampires, it counts. The Crow, it counts. So share your horror horror Halloween favorites from the 90s. You guys can send me your picks like we did last week. We had a lot of fun. Um, lots of people sent in their favorite picks from the 80s. We read those on the air. It was a lot of fun. So you can do the same thing this week. We're going to be opening up the phone lines if you guys want to call in too instead. But if you can't call in, you can send an email to thejustrogishow at gmail.com. Also, if you got spooky stories, you can send them to that email as well. We're going to be sharing some spooky tales. Also, if you guys want to help support the show for the price of a cup of coffee, and you guys know I love drinking coffee, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com and search Just Rogie. Your donations help pay for things like apps, other costs associated with putting the show together. Um, thank you guys so much for you guys who donate. Last month we hit our goal, and uh, Tommy G also got us a new set of headphones, which is really helpful. 
And then today, David, the mustached polar bear, he uh, donated so that I could get a new chair because last night, guys, I had to cancel because my back hurt so bad I couldn't sit in the chair anymore. So I had to lay down the rest of the evening. So David uh, must have sensed that and said, Jess, you need a new chair. So I'll be getting that hopefully within the week. So hopefully that helps, but I'm just going to have to stand a little more than I sit here. Also, want to give a shout out to Russ, Barb, Clown Baby, Tommy G, Anthony and Serge, uh, all the patrons who help support the show every month. And also, guys, if you can't support the show monetarily, you can help support the show by sharing and liking the show on social media with friends who may enjoy it. we got two chat rooms going on tonight, guys. we got the Fringe FM Discord. You can head over to fringe.fm and uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you'll see a little icon that looks like a little chat bubble with a little remote control on it, and that's the Discord button. You click on that. That'll give you an invite here to the Fringe FM Discord, or, 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 or you can head over to YouTube. We have the YouTube chat going on as well tonight, guys. What else? What else? Oh, I want to remind you guys, Joe has been working super hard with, on the website. So if you guys haven't checked it out, head over to fringe.fm. If you go to the homepage right now, when my show's live, you'll see my picture and then it has a little bio and stuff about the show there. It's pretty cool. You can listen to the show archives there. Also on my uh, profile page there, you can find all my articles, uh, links to the show um, and the show archives. It's pretty awesome. You want to check that out. Also, if you want to help be part of the Fringe FM, the station's looking for people to help the station. Anything from writers to web people, social media, freaking reporters. If you guys want to do the news like I used to do, you guys can uh, also send in your info there. So <clears throat> check it out. You can head over to fringe.fm forward slash about i'll also drop that in the youtube chat if you guys want to check that out so if you guys want to take over the news and you see i started here on the news right and i worked my way up on the station now here we are five nights a week and you know what we're gonna give a shot let's see who's in the chat tonight tonight we got uh, rivers what up rivers we got sylvain wait Let's see. Also, we got Ghost Biker, Miranda, David Whitaker, David the Panda, our polar bear who got us the chair. Thank you, David. What else? What else? What else? Chris Jones. What up, Chris Jones? So tonight I have a great guest for you. I'm going to bring him on in just a second. But I do want to say Joe's dad is going into surgery next week. So if we could, everybody send some prayers to Joe and his to his dad and uh, to Joe and his family for support during this time. And you know, that everything goes well with his dad's surgery and he heals well and fast. Um, so yeah. And we love you, Joe. So the so prayers for Joe's dad. So tonight, tonight guys, we have a uh, fringe pop culture and we have our resident pop culture, fringe culture nerd. I think that's the official title we went with last time. We got Gigi too. Gigi's in the chat. Let me bring Derek the Night. You know, we got to get you a little theme song, Derek. Derek the Night Stalker Murphy on. Here we go. Yo, yo, what's going on, Jess? Can you hear me? What? Yes, I can. Beautiful, yes, beautiful. We got a full house tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Full hey, house. everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm petrified I'm going to uh, like 
like my my phone's gonna freeze or whatever my my safari so i'm not gonna be checking the chat too much but so don't check the chat i'll yeah, read yeah. it but we got we got a full house Beautiful. we got rivers in the house i don't know if shout you out rivers that. shout out to rivers matt c's in the house what's up matt yeah we got daryl in the house we got sylvain we got miranda young the ghost biker in the house we got everybody tonight Awesome. Right, yeah so we got a fun one tonight i think i'm spooky. really excited spooky we got a lot of news going on i know we were talking about it a little bit before the show but we got so much news should we just dive right in what do you got um yeah so i i, I kind of just like took a bunch of uh screenshots of a bunch of uh different like kind of pop culture fringe culture news i found um so not in like really any order other than like maybe some uh just how, kind of how i found it basically um but do you want to start with Blade because uh, you mentioned Blade in the intro here. Yep. There we go. Let me try to find this here. And if, if at any point, like I don't think it'll freeze, but it just at any point you don't hear me anymore, just give me like 15 okay. seconds and I'll, I'll hop back in uh, just because it'll, it'll kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're starting off with some unfortunate news tonight. Um, Blade has been postponed. Um, it's the it's it's season of the vampire, but unfortunately... From Hollywood Reporter, Marvel Studios pauses Blade movie in search for a new director. So there's been a little bit of chatter recently that like Marshall Ali is kind of uh, like unhappy with the process, I guess, of like what's going on. And uh, the, the director bailed recently. So we're not yeah. getting Blade as soon as we thought we were going to get, unfortunately. I was so excited. I even watched Blade over the past weekend, the original one, right? Oh, did you? I was, and I was so excited. And I was like, but we're not getting a Blade for God knows how long. It was, it was already going to be like a long way away. Like they only really announced it during Comic Con last year, just because oh. Marshall Ali was like, "Hey, I'm down to do Blade. Sign me up as Blade." And they were excited, like, "Hey, we got Blade!" But it was still going to be like 2024 at the earliest. And now, who knows? Who knows? Now we don't even have a director. But not great. Not great. Um, <laughs> this is this... postponed again. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, as long as it's good, though, just 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 make it good. But they're really yeah. like. I feel like, like, imagine how perfect it would be if it came out, like, right now. I feel like it should, or, like, if it came out, kind of, who knows where we're going to be in three years from now, like, pop culture-wise. I feel like the, I the, 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 the time is right. It might be too, um, it might be too long. We need the, because the vampires are starting to hit right now. If it waits too long, it's going to be like, ugh, who cares about this vampire movie at this point? I know. I have an article about that. Um, I'm trying to find it about, uh, vampire oh. season i think like time magazine wrote an article I'm interested. About being, yeah I'm it's, interested. it's just uh, i don't want to like not all right here we go on tv this is from new york times on tv vampires for every taste so like time magazine new york times this is from like yesterday or two days ago so they're uh they're noticing it's it's permeated up to them where they're they're like wow wow there's kind of a lot of vampires on, on tv right now so we just got the uh, Anne Rice adaption, or the uh, the the um, AMC is doing uh, Interviews of Vampire, the reboot, I guess, or not really reboot, a uh, sequel series, I guess. Um, have you watched that yet? I want to watch it, but I don't have AMC, so I'm yeah, not me either. It. And I don't want to buy AMC just to watch it. I know. I don't have. I have the. Uh, huh. I was gonna say it's like nine ninety nine a month, and I was like, that's a lot for one yeah, channel. Not worth, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, it's like the plane on a regular TV. But I, I only have like cable, cable in like the in like the living room or whatever. Um, yeah. So I was, I was like, I started where I do all my watching like while I'm lying down, pretty much in bed. So uh, I'm not watching much in the TV room. So I watched like the first 15 minutes of it, and then I had to like go to work or do, or do something. And uh, 
it's like a continuation basically of the same story. It has like Lestat and Louis and like Christian and Christian Slater's character and everything in it. Um, the, uh, um, Louis is played by the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, the guy from the Unsullied, like the leader of the Unsullied. Yeah, the Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So then this, this guy was also saying um, Sci-Fi Channel is doing uh, Reginald the Vampire right now. It, like that just came out. I guess it's like a kind of like a comic vampire thing, or maybe somebody who like wants to be a vampire. I'm not really sure what the plot is. And then uh, Showtime. Huh. Reginald the Vampire. Reginald the Vampire. I think it's a comedy. I might have yeah. another, another article in here somewhere. But uh, they're also talking about um, Showtime has one called uh, Let the Right One In, which oh. I'm not, I haven't even heard about that. But uh, apparently it's another vampire. And Showtime is prestige. Have you seen uh, Let the Right One In? No, no, no. What is it? Like, What's it about? Okay, so the original, right, is a Swedish horror film about a vampire, like, little boy and a little girl that are friends in freaking Sweden. And, like, oh, since wow. it's dark, like, he makes friends with this little girl in the playground. And then, like, they kind of, and then he finds out she's a vampire. And, like, but it's not, like, a cute vampire. Like, she murders, like, people, you know, because she's a vampire. Oh, wow. But it's very stark and very cold feeling because of, like, the setting. And it was big whenever it came out, like, kind of as an indie film, and then they remade it here, almost, you know, like, kind of very, like, almost a shot-for-shot remake just in England. So the Let the Right One In, I can't remember the Swedish name, but it's interesting they're going to do a series. You should check it out. You might dig, probably, I'd check out the Swedish one. (laughs) Yeah, I might. might. I'm trying to just, like, only watch kind of Halloween-related stuff all month, the best I can for spooky season. But it's tough because I'm not a huge, like, horror guy actually like like so i'm finding myself watching a ton of like family related horror stuff like 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 old episodes of like family matters the old halloween episodes or like or like even stevens from from back in the day and like a lot of simpsons halloween stuff you know nice 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 i've been speaking of which did you watch hocus pocus i didn't watch hocus pocus do you know what happened today i was sitting there with my my sister came over to visit me right and she goes jess have you seen the new hocus pocus and i look at her and i go I've never seen. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. Focus, focus. Oh, wow. She goes, are you serious? Is she dropped the plot on me and i was like no i have not seen this she's like how did you not see this i said i must have not been in the room when you were watching this <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> i feel like it's just one of those ones where it's just like always on you know it, it came out in 93 i think so i would have been three when it came out like maybe like i would have been almost four 
So I just I don't I don't remember a time. There's been no Halloween where I haven't watched that at least like five times. Like so it's 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 all nostalgia. But then later on, and now now that I'm like conspiracy theorist and all this kind of stuff, the whole plot of the first one is just these uh, covenant witches who like get brought back from the dead and then have to drain the life force out of children. Basically, is the whole story. Uh, which is interesting. And then based on the new, the new one, is just uh, 20 years later, it takes place now, and it's essentially the same movie. It's not, it's not bad, but it's a huge difference, the big difference. We're just kind of getting all like the headlines. A lot of like uh, Christian sites are talking about it. They're like, the, instead of being, like the original version has like just a regular kid, a regular guy from California who moves to Salem and like gets okay. caught in this whole mess and his, his sister... And then, like, one of the local girls from Salem, who like, he has a crush on, who's, like, into the history of Salem, like, into, like, the idea of the, the the sisters, but isn't actually a witch. And they just get caught in this huge, huge crazy mess, and it's just a, a fun witch story. But this next one, like, it's not really a spoiler, because it's the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, but they, like, meet the witches, because they're, like, the main characters are, like, a coven, quote-unquote, of, like, three friends who do, do witchcraft in the woods with each other. So, like, in 20 years, 25, like however long it's been, 25, like 30, almost 30 years, we transitioned from just to random kids in this classic Hocus Pocus story with all with very esoteric themes to it to now the regular kids are witches too, you know, like, which is a pretty good like illustration of what's happened to culture in general, you know, yes. like there's the so witchification many, of the world. Yeah. There's so many witches now that there wasn't that many witches before. It's so crazy. The witch talk, witch TikTok, and just like everyone is, uh, I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying, just as a as a conspiracy theorist, synchromistic, it's interesting to see that permeate into the culture. Interesting, right? Yeah. Did you see? Did you see? Um, Vanessa Hudgens has a new like paranormal show, reality documentary thing coming up. Yeah. No. Um, it's about like her, like about her like journey into witchcraft, her her practicing witchcraft, and her like trying to communicate with the spirit realm, and like one of her best friends just like I think it's a documentary, but. <laughs> It's pretty crazy. Yeah. She was saying uh, um, a couple months ago, a few months ago, that like she's she, she's seen ghosts her whole life. She's seen spirits her whole life, and like she, uh, she's like kind of like proud of that power. But also, there's a bunch of articles, like People magazine and stuff, about how, like articles teaching her how to or, or her teaching the audience how to summon spirits, quote unquote. The headlines were Vanessa Hudgens teaches people how to summon spirits. So she's. <laughs> One of her, Demi Lovato, a bunch of Disney kids teaching people how to summon stuff. These Disney kids just, just love summoning stuff. Yeah. It's just weird, right? Yeah. Like, hey, let's summon some. It just, you know, is it is it is it good? Is it is that? I don't know, man. I mean, just like just go back to the '90s and imagine like if you're like a Britney Spears fan or something, okay. and like she says, "Hey, I'm," and you're like, "I." I I would have been young. Imagine, like, I don't know, somebody from, like, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC or wherever these Disney kids were. That's Justin Timberlake back in the 90s being like, hey, by the way, I've seen ghosts my whole life, and here's how you can see ghosts, too. You don't think as, like, a five-year-old kid, I might be like, oh, wow, let me try to see ghosts. And then, like, you know, that's a... Not that there's anything wrong with that, per se, but also it's pretty... Uh, it's, it's a slippery slope. It's a, it could lead to a lot of weird possessions and weird entity contact and just... Yeah. It's weird, right? It's it's a little weird. It's a little weird because I think, oh look, we got Michael Strange's Michael Strange, oh, Adam Bruder. Michael Strange, Troubled Mind here on the Fringe FM Monday, Tuesday at seven PM Pacific. Welcome, Michael. What up, Michael Strange? Thank you for stopping in, hanging out. 
but no i think i i don't know it's weird because you know i think before like people really had to it wasn't so poppy and out there so you know you'd more have to maybe seek it out than have it in your i don't know it's weird yeah weird with the disney kids i don't know that's crazy um this is also from this is not fringe culture news really it's more just like fringe news and you, okay. uh, you definitely heard about it. It's just, but it's a Hollywood reporter. So it popped up when I was just searching for, for stories. Um, Alex Jones ordered to pay uh, almost a billion dollars for the Sandy Hooks hoax thing. Did you, did you see that? I saw that. I was like, how in that the... That is insane. How in the bloody hell is he going to be able to pay that much? That's what I mean. Immediately, I was like, wait a second. Is Alex Jones worth a billion dollars? How is they? How are they going to do that? How, is, how, how is fun he... does he really have? So, okay, I'm... I mean, is the internet right? Can I be like, how much is he worth? Let's see. Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, those that like celebrity net worth thing is uh, tricky though. A lot of celebrities joke about like they wish they had the money that they have on that site. Um, the article says it's unclear how the verdicts. Um, it's unclear how much of the verdicts Jones can afford to pay during the trial in Texas. He testified he couldn't afford any judgment over two million dollars. Free Speech Systems has filed for bankruptcy protection, but an economist testified in the Texas proceeding that Jones and his company were worth as much as $270 million. So, he was worth a lot. He made a lot of money off conspiracy theories. But also... He made a lot of, I mean, a lot of selling <laughs> supplements, too. He made a... Yeah, great, selling testosterone to, to, to insults. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh that's, that's, that's crazy, though. I mean, we joke about it because he's Alex Jones and he's a character and everything. But also, it is kind of... It's, dangerous thing you don't want i mean that's a dangerous precedent to set for conspiracy theorists in general it's not, not no, a not, it, not a happy time no mm -hmm. it, it's kind of scary um even uh alex Jackson was talking about it a little bit earlier on his show it's just kind of scary for you know people here on like a fringy network you know i mean not that they could sue me for a billion dollars i don't have a billion but you know it's if they can sue him you know later can they sue Michael Strange says that's absurd. No, wait, that's absurd. He doesn't have that much money. That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy, all, right? All, all they got to do is just change. Like, as if the rules get murkier. If in five years they have, like, more, like right now, right now he like violated something, which which made him lose this case. But and things that we aren't violating during this conversation. But who knows if five years from now there'll be some kind of crazy rules where we're not, we're not allowed to like analyze pop culture and stuff what if they really start cracking down and then yeah they'll come they'll come for us and it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing it's a, it, it's for the purpose of it is to scare conspiracy theorists to get us to shut up that's like that's how we got the billion dollar price tag on it like, yeah the billion, yeah it's uh using him as a, uh, an example and they're like hey look look we can do this tim we can do this crazy. crazy all right more more just regular regular fringy news um we're getting a dungeon and dragons documentary from hasbro so Dungeons and Dragons season still in full swing. It's not. It's not slowing down. It's um, not. And there's a possible show too. There's like they're trying to ship a. They're trying to like option a show right now. Like it's they're close. Like apparently to a deal on making a like a kind of a companion show with the movie or something like that. Or like I'm not sure if it's the same universe, but because the movie looks looks good, they they want to like capitalize and make a make a series too. Which I'm I'm here for. The, the trailer looks fun. Yeah. No. Exactly. I'm in. I'm into it. Yeah. Um. Have you ever seen Barbarella before from back in the day, 1968 with Jane Fonda? I have not. I've only seen like pictures from it, so yeah. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Uh, it was it's on Paramount. I watched uh, when I was like falling asleep uh, last month. I, I watched probably the first 20 minutes of it. It's like 
it's like a time capsule. It's, it's, it doesn't really translate right now. Um, oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's not, I mean, it's like can't be fun to watch, I guess, like in that aspect, but uh, it's, it's, it's a tough sip. But we're getting a reboot from um, Sydney Sweeney from, from uh, what's, that, what's that show? From, uh, what's that show? Don't tip my tongue. Um, the HBO show with all the kids on drugs. Mm, uh, no, Euphoria? Is it Euphoria? Euphoria, yeah, yeah, from Euphoria. Yes. Which I've seen like uh, the first season or two. It's okay. But, is it, yeah, is it good or is it just a bunch of kids on drugs? It's weird. It's like a prestige HBO show. It's like, it's, but it's all, so in, as a show, if it was, if, it was, if they were college age kids, I wouldn't feel so dirty watching it. And like yeah. all of my, all of my like prestige TV podcasts and stuff, they all cover it as if it's like succession or, or breaking bad or something. Um, but it's at the end of the, but the plots are high school kids doing like really, really ridiculous stuff. Like, Really ridiculous stuff. Uh, it's well, it's well made, but like, I don't, like I don't feel great when I'm watching it. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm in no rush to keep watching it, really. But yeah, I was like, I was like, it's weird with the like high school. I'm not into it, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of never watched it. Yeah. So if, if I was in, not, if, I, if I was in high school, it'd be the best show in the world, probably. But probably, probably, yeah. right? But, uh, she's gonna play. Um, she's she, she's she's Madam Web in the new Madam Web movie too. Or she's she's not, she's not Madam Web, but she's she's gonna be in the new Madam Web movie. Um, from Sony in the uh, Spider-Man nice. universe. Nice, nice, nice. Right. Oh, everybody, lots of comments about Barbarella, the original. What were they saying? No, the same comment from both chat rooms. Uh, Daryl says Jane Fonda was super hot, and then oh, David yeah. Gosling, Jane Fonda was hot. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sydney Sweeney is hot too, yeah, for sure. Um, did you see that uh, Alan Moore? Who again said that uh, this is in Variety? Um, Watchmen creator Alan Moore quote: "Adults love uh, adults loving superhero movies is quote infantile and can be a quote, pre- precursor to fascism." He said. Uh, Shoot, he said, Alan, I, Moore, Alan Moore. He loves it. I, I saw the fun. I, I saw the funniest uh, meme uh, the other day. It was like it's a, uh, Alan Moore like sitting on a bunch of uh, big bags of money, like just huge, just like like. like like a screw duck style, just a bunch of bags, like a huge pile of money, with a typewriter saying uh, like "F Comics" on it, and it's a huge pile of money. It's just like he just loves, he loves just hating on the medium and hating on everything comic related, and superhero related. But that just he's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend in comics. He gets all his stuff from comics. Um, legend. He hates yeah, legend. He's, he's, I can't stop laughing at it. Yeah, like, more. He said, uh, I said around about 2011 that I thought it had serious and worrying implications for the future. If millions of adults were uh, queuing up to see Batman movies, more said because of that kind of infantilization that urged towards people, uh, simpler times, simpler realities can very often be a precursor to fascism. Um, I didn't really think that superheroes were adult fare. I think that this was a misunderstanding born out of what happened in the 1980s, to which I must uh, put my hand up to considerable shame of the blame or considerable share of the blame, though it was not intentional. When things like Watchmen were first appearing, uh, there was an awful lot of headlines saying comics have grown up. I tend to think that too, or, or I tend to think that no, comics hadn't grown up. There were a few titles that were more adult than people were used to, but the majority of comic titles were pretty much the same that, that, that they'd ever been. It, it wasn't comics growing up. I think it was more comics meeting the emotional age of the audience coming the other way. I'll always love and adore the comics medium, but the comics industry and all the stuff attached to it has become unbearable. Like, geez, Louise, that's a scathing, scathing thing from. A comic, that's, it's, it's, I mean, we're used to it at this point, but geez, Louise, that sucks. That sucks. Jeez, Alan Moore. Jeez. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. 
And for those that don't, don't know, he's the guy who wrote Watchmen, Peter Vendetta. He's like famous for being like the the like occult magician comic writer. Um, he wrote he invented uh, Constantine, um, and he like, apparently like saw Constantine in real life. Like he's all he's jam packed, loaded with synchronicities. Um, but also he just like is a big like sad sack, like sourpuss all, about comics all the time. He's a real bummer when it comes to comics. I hate but, comics. <laughs> I see we're at the top of the hour. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, we got to take our yeah. take our first break here. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back with more with Derek Murphy, French Culture Night. We are talking French culture news a little bit later. We are going to be talking about um, some supernatural guys. So stay tuned and don't go anywhere. Trees of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential. Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Yahoy there, it's Gigi from Shift Happens, and you're listening to the one and only Fringe FM. Well, at least I'd imagine so. I'm not sure how else, uh, you know, you'd be hearing this. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard, and they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hey there, this is Jess, host of the Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. (laughs) 
Have you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience? Even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe. Maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman, Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's I am. On KTLK, Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, I'm Jess Rogie. This is the Jess Rogie Show, and it's Fringe Culture Night tonight. We got Derek, the Night Stalker, Murphy, and we are talking Fringe Culture News tonight. And uh, we're going to start off with a little Spawn news. What yeah, I saw, I saw Matt in the chat uh, commented that uh, Spawn, we got Spawn movie news. Um, we do. I didn't even realize that. I didn't see that, so I had to look it up real quick. Uh, let me see here. Um, sorry. Let me see one second. All right, so this movie, by the way, has been in the works for an unbelievably long time. Like they say that Black Adam has been in the works for like a decade. This is it's easily been longer, and like Jamie Foxx is is paired with it. And I, I mean, people have been waiting. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I believe it when I see it. It's one of those type of things. But yeah, every like year or two, they come out with like Tom McFarlane comes out with some kind of a new big deal. So this new big deal is. That uh, Spawn movie finds new writers with Joker, Captain America, Force Scribes. So Scott Silver, Malcolm Spellman, and the rising new screenwriter, Matt Mixon, are penning a new script for the film with Jamie Foxx still attached to Star. So Jamie Foxx seems down. Tom McFarlane literally, I follow him on Facebook, and he, he'll do like some Facebook Live um, like monthly, like promoting himself and talking about like how this movie's coming, how great it's going to be, and how it's like, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's uh, It'd be nice to see it, but I don't know. Do you like Spawn? Are you a Spawn person? I do like Spawn. I remember seeing Spawn. Um, no, I like Spawn, and it would be really nice to see a new Spawn film because even though the original Spawn was good, right? And this is like yeah. pre-Marvel days, and um, but the, the God, the CG and that just not hold up. Just no, not no, hold no, up not. really bad. Yeah. Are do you like Spawn? I mean, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. 
be okay. nice uh like in this to have like another take i feel like for like dark dark takes on superheroes are are pretty probably are in right now they're pretty popular right now the anti-hero like just the superheroes doing kind of scary stuff and it doesn't get much darker than the spawn really to have battling creatures from hell and stuff it's, it's right in my alley but i believe I like when it. i see it i know it seems like one of those things that's kind of in development hell yeah exactly um, joe we got joe roop in the chat tonight joe guys. britta what's going on what up joe joe is the owner of the fringe fm and he's also the host of lighting the void and he also has a question for united stalker he I said mean, yo what? are they making a new constantine i heard is that oh yeah rumor yeah we're getting constantine too with keanu reeves new uh keanu steen yeah i just made up keanu steen right now on the spot but keanu steen, i'm into it i dig it i think it's great it's it's time for another constantine um rivers doesn't really like it that much she's not a, she's not she's not pro she's not pro uh she likes she likes her, her constantine's blonde and british which i don't i don't, I don't blame her for but uh i, yeah, I love the keanu. i like the keanu man yeah keanu's, keanu's good i watched it before i i got into the comics you know so i didn't really have anything to compare it to so it was it was just a, a cool movie like when i first watched it same same and then i learned it and then i learned the con the comic book one was uh blonde and british not yeah. keanu but yeah, exactly badass and now he's all <laughs> out are they gonna john wick him out a little bit like hopefully you know? yeah hopefully these, these these next few stories um i'm just not sure if we covered it on the on the last one or not and i'm supposed to run through them quick but um we are, we are getting the godzilla and titans live action series for apple which is gonna be crazy and i can't wait for that uh just more titans yeah. in, the, in the media and we have uh kurt russell and white russell are gonna star in that which oh, yeah. it's gonna be badass um, I'm so down. I'm so down for that. So down for that. I like White Russell too. He took a lot I of uh, cra- he, he took a lot of crap after playing uh after playing John Walker in in Captain Winter, yeah. uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon or whatever. But um, I like him. I like um, him. Yeah. Um, I like, like his dad too. I love Kurt. Russell. His dad's the man. Yeah, his dad's the man. It's, 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 it's tough. He he like he uh. Hit a lot of conspiracy check like checklist stuff as far as like being a Disney kid and seeing aliens oh. and all kinds of stuff like that. But he's just a man. You, you can't you can't not like Kurt Russell. He's just the best. Love him. Whoa, a fox! A fox just ran by. That was crazy. Oh. I'm, I'm sitting outside. That was crazy. I thought it was like a monster. Did you hear that? Did you hear it? <laughs> that was crazy. Shut up, Rivers. Fox ran by. Rivers. Wow, Rivers that's crazy. Fox. How cute. That's that's crazy. All right. Um, he was chasing a rabbit. I think. All right. So. We're also getting a Secrets of Moby, uh, Mowgli, Mogwai, Secrets of Mogwai, sorry, Gremlins, <gasps> Gremlins series. Gremlins. I just watched Gremlins 2 over the weekend. I started the first, I don't even think I've ever seen the Gremlins from beginning to end, to be honest. Okay, let me give you a secret. Watch 2. I think you'll dig 2 more because it's kind of got like, it's got, some, it's got uh, like a futuristic AI building, but like from the from the 80s so oh wow it's like what they kind of thought it would be like and then the gremlins kind of take over that building so it's a little more fun than the the old the small town one and there's a lot of genetically modified ones which is kind of fun oh, that's cool yeah that's cool <laughs> that's cool uh this has been going on since july but i just think it's cool to talk about but so in detective comics which is like the pillar of DC Comics. It's it's Batman's first thing. It's been going on for eighty plus years at this point. It's like action comics, detective, detective comics. It's DC is detective comics. So right now they're 
being invaded by demons. All Carolina's being Gotham is facing a demon invasion. Like Batman right now is fighting demons. And his main issue, this is not like some weird side Batman story which happens will he'll fight Dracula or he'll team up with Scooby Doo. This is like the real thing. I just find that like fascinating how so, how so much demon stuff is in this like guys right now to the point where like Batman's fighting. De- I don't know. I found that, I found that fascinating. And there's so many articles about it. It's just like Bam- Gotham demon invasion. Gotham demon invasion. I don't know. Crazy. No, it's. I don't think I've heard of Batman fighting demons before. Crazy. I mean, he, he, he does paranormal stuff sometimes, but like this is like the main. This is the main title. This is like this. There's like 80 year old people who have been getting his buying this comic for. I don't know. I just find that weird. Because uh, it came out, like, the news broke at the same time. That Little Demon trailer was all over. Like, and then, like, on for Hulu. Have you watched that yet? Oh, yeah. Hulu? I watched some of it. I, so I watched a couple episodes, but it didn't really catch me. Did you watch oh, it's it? it's bonkers. Yeah. I watched the first uh, three, I think. It's This, <laughs> this show is bonkers. It's, it's uh, I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to be, like, a kid's show. And then I watched oh, the, no. the, no, no, yeah. But then, I, like, oh. it was, like. Uh, I forget. I forget who brought it up to me. It might have been. It might have been like Ryan. Honestly, he was like, hey, "It's this like new like demon Disney show or something." And I'm like, like a trailer for for it. And then when it came out, I watched it thinking it was going to be like a like a Disney kid show. And then it started. I'm like, "Oh, this might be like more like a Family Guy or like South Park. It might be a little more edgy." And then it gets going. And this show is like, it's there's no it's like it's not even there's no jokes in it really. It's just like one crazy weird demonic reference and some like different like ritual or some weird like gory thing and or i don't know it's like it's unbelievably violent it's unbelievably esoteric it's like really wild it was to the point where i didn't even want to like turn my head and like start multitasking because i was afraid they were gonna like give me subliminal messages or something like that it was, so, it was i was blown away by it I was blown. No, it, yeah i know i get it I get, it was really freaking weird i think it's um it's Danny DeVito, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and his daughter. Yeah, his daughter. Yeah, Albie uh, Albie Plaza. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's. I don't know. I couldn't call it fun. I just couldn't call it fun. So I it don't was, know. I, I, so, but, like, I wasn't laughing in the beginning, but like by the end of it, by the end of the first episode, I was just like, I was laughing at just how much stuff they were throwing in, because I was looking at it, trying to like analyze it, and they were. It was. I was. It requires research. They were like, it was unbelievably crazy. And in the second episode, it's like the whole thing. It was like joking about like demon possession and making like demon possession fun, having her like ride around people like like it's a like just like like it's a game and just this like black goo monsters and like Asmodeus like pouring out of the demon's nose as in like the form of black goo and forming it into itself. And it's just like it's like they had a checklist of different beauty tropes and different weird things that like me would be looking for and they just said instead of like subtly putting them in they were just no no what, what happens if we just like put all of them in can we just put all of them in and i was blown away by it it was unbelievably crazy i, I can't recommend it but like it was mm. blew me away but it's like when you watch it right you need to try to figure out who who is this made for who is the audience <laughs> exactly. intended for it's not for children exactly. it's not for me who's yeah. you know is it who is this for what age like, some person some person who's not into this stuff who's not like who like if you're not trying to like analyze it and look at all the stuff that's in it like are you do you, do you like that type of stuff like is the average family guy fan like the average like telepark fan going to find that going to find it funny like without also liking weird paranormal stuff too and weird like I don't know it was it was a trippy. 
like like the good guy in the in it or like the person who's like not a demon is playing this like nice templar person kind of and he's in all and like he's like in the in the in the second episode i think he's oh there's nothing i like more than like killing like like young 13 year old girls in the name of god or something like that like someone's so, so, so sinister and i was just like these aren't jokes these aren't even jokes they're just like they're I don't not know. even funny it's yeah. not funny it's like what no it really is that's why i said who the heck is this show yeah. for so crazy so crazy it's um, so weird so, so maybe weird. don't check it out i mean it's not like i don't like check it out maybe don't check that one out I yeah know. I know. just don't 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 put it on in the background background I'll say that. No, no, don't don't um for, this is this is from from the from the summer too, but uh, I don't think we covered it. The Spirit of Halloween movie. We're getting a Spirit of Spirit of Spirit Halloween, the movie, like about the Halloween store that pops up every year, like mini malls all over the country. I and, uh, tell me, it's um. Oh. <laughs> uh, let me see if this plots here. Um. So the popular Halloween retailer that only shows up for a few months of the year is replicated in perfect detail for the film, with three young boys daring each other to spend a night inside what seems to be a normal everyday store. But the boys soon discover that the creepy lot of the retailer um, took up space and was actually a site of a horrifying tragedy, and that something dark is haunting the shelves and aisles of the beloved pop-up shop. Um, that sounds like it was made for me. A haunted, like, supermarket? Like, like <laughs> boom. Perfect. Like spending a night in a in like haunted aisles, like haunted shelves. Sign me up. I'll be there. I, it, it, it might be out, it might be out right now. Honestly, the story is from August. I think that, I think it might be like the trailer just come out in August. I have not even seen that. I'm gonna look that up. Right. Okay. And then we're getting like a weird amount of exorcism movies too soon. Like like uh, a few different trailers happened. Um, my best friend's exorcism. Uh, okay, Amazon's doing like an 80s style, like kind of Stranger Things style. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw at least the art for that while I was clicking through Amazon. Have you watched it? No, no. Is it out already? I don't know if it's out, actually. I'm not sure. Um, it might be. Um, it probably is. It's, it's Halloween season, so it must be. Uh, it says, my best friend's exorcism. It's 1988. High school sophomore Abby and Gretchen have been best friends in fourth grade. After an evening, evening of skinny dipping goes disastrously wrong, Gretchen becomes, begins to act different. She's moody. She's irritable. And bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby. Abby's investigation leads to her some startling discoveries, and by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? Like, okay. Like, there's all kinds of strange things, type, type of stuff. They're really, people, they're like, all kinds of 80s, 80s themed stuff. The 80s stuff is like freaking big, man. Yeah, it's big. People love it. There's, there's, there's that Paper Girls show too on Amazon that I don't watch yet. That's like based on the comic. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't seen that either. I've got that on my list too. Okay. I have the I have the book. I, I just haven't read it yet. So I wanted I wanted to do that first, and then but it came out like a week after Sandman or something like that came out. So we were, yeah. we were preoccupied. Um, but then also, also uh, Russell Crowe is going to be in. Um, I don't have it right here. I don't think. But um, what, what is he gonna be in? He, he's playing like. I think it's called like the Pope's Exorcist or something like that, where he's playing like the most famous um, exorcist from the Vatican or something like that. Uh, yeah. And he's like, there's all kinds of articles where he's consulting actual exorcists and like following following exorcists to like actual exorcisms and stuff. And it's like it's gonna be one of those ones where I'm sure he's gonna have creepy paranormal stories uh, when when time to like do the do the uh, talk the talk show circuit for it, you know. But multiple exorcism stuff. Multiple demons. That's like 
like I found all those kind of clumped together during the summer because it was just one demon possession thing, one exorcism thing after another. And it just like as the conspiracy synchro side, it's like the conditions for possession is trauma, like just massive overstimulation trauma, just like getting people to just break their psyche, which just seems to be what's going on in the real world, you know? So they're just hitting us with trauma and trauma and trauma after the last, for the last two, three years. So from a conspiracy synchro perspective, the next stage of that is to like, like bifurcate you and put somebody else, put something, split your mind so something else can hop into it. It's the, it's the perfect ingredients. If, if, if you wanted a mass demon invasion, you would do something like what just happened in the last three years, basically. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. So it's interesting that that theme has popped up in pop culture like all over the place lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, it, I mean, with, and then with freaking Vanessa Hudgen is telling people to summon things too. Exactly. It's not, you know what I mean? They're like, summon all these things. We don't know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> then we need all these exorcisms because people keep calling in all these demons. Boom. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but on a lighter note, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown will not. Oh, yeah, it will not broadcast on TV this year for I think the first time ever, possibly. Um, but you can you can get you can get it on Apple like Apple TV. You can get it for free. But I just have people who there's like somebody who's got to have no like internet access or no doesn't have like a smart TV or something like that who can't watch it and they just they're relying on some box that they have plugged into the TV and they're running off three three or four stations and. It's probably one of their traditions to watch it every year, and they can't. Uh, like it sucks. Like so my my mom was in a tizzy because she she can't watch the football games over the weekend because like Amazon oh has or like all of Paramount has one now, and just like she's like I gotta pay for all these different streaming sites. I'm paying all this money for cable. Like give me the football, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. I know. I I just went through this with my dad because he went he went off cable right, so he's streaming, mm. but he's like. I can watch Thursday night on Amazon. I can't watch Sunday. I got him Peacock so we can watch some Sunday, but then he couldn't get that to work. So thank God my cousin got him on his YouTube TV. So now my dad can watch football, but it was a hell of a time getting him football. So crazy. So crazy. They're making it spend, spend, spend so much. To, like, and, I don't know. It's, my mom was really in a. She's able to watch state. football on TV. You know what I, I mean? Know. What I, the know. Hell? I know. Crazy. Um, this happened like a month, like uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, Amazon officially announces Blade Runner 2099 TV series produced by Ridley Scott. So, 50 years after 2049, obviously. I don't know what it's, uh, there's no plot for it yet. They don't, they don't know what it's going to be about yet. Or they haven't announced what it's going to be about yet. But we just know we're getting it. I'm into it. Yeah. Troubled Minds, Michael Strange says, No great pumpkin. I may boycott Halloween for now. This is too <laughs> far. And then Matt says, it's, it's it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is a tradition. Why are there no internet um, petitions for this? I don't understand. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, yes, yeah, so this is um, looking at the, the Constantine story. So we're so we're getting the Keanu Reeves Constantine, but now we're, we're not getting the HBO Max TV version of it, and we're not getting their uh, HBO Max TV version of Madame X, which is another like DC occult character, um, which. It's one of those ones where DC just frustrates me with how many announcements they make that doesn't happen. So I never believe we're going to get those in the first place. But uh, the DC Warner Brothers stuff just like a lot of stuff just got dropped. Yeah, they just, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they they literally scrapped. I don't think we talked about it, but like they literally scrapped all of 
Batgirl that they had a movie essentially oh. in, the can, in the can. Damn thing, the poor, the poor people worked on it, and even was it Brandon Fraser in it? Yeah. and even Michael Keaton was Michael in Keaton it. Was it, was in like, it, yeah. it wasn't the, a joke movie. It was like what the hell? They had people in it. They spent they spent ninety million on it apparently, and they're they like, spent oh, ninety yeah. million dollars. <laughs> they, just to, they, just, they, just, they just wrote it off, I guess. But like, like, you know what? We'll write that off as a loss, so we can like, save that money. Jesus. Conspiracy branch says to me that like, or like, I don't trust these announcements sometimes, especially with DC. Like, I know we're getting Black Adam now, but like, at some it's period so- of time, I bet The Rock was being paid to say that he was going to be in this movie. When there was no script, there's nothing for it. They had no real intention of making it, but just they need the clicks for it and stuff. And just I don't know. They say this movie was made, but like I haven't seen, I haven't seen it. Every still that we get from it looks like it could be from the same day, just like a just like a costume fitting. None, none of it seems real. Never like like I don't know. Just I don't put it past you them. Like, like you're you're, ma- you're making me feel like there's a Black Adam conspiracy. At one point, I mean, now we're getting it. It's the only movie we are. Like the only movie they actually think we're gonna get because it's like a week away. But other than that, I don't think we're gonna, like we're probably gonna get Shazam too. That's, that's, that's made. I, like yes. if Black Adam doesn't 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 do well, like I don't know what we're gonna get from them. To be honest, like we'll probably get the Joker movie with Lady Gaga. Um, I'm not like super stoked for those. I'm, I I didn't really enjoy the Joker. I don't like the Joker. I, I don't like it. I thought it was bad. I didn't like yeah. it either. I thought yeah. I just I didn't. I don't want to go to a movie and feel like oh I feel weird now. Why was he in the fridge? I don't understand. Yeah. You know yeah. like. It's like, it, on it, here? It, it just felt it just felt kind of like pretentious and i thought it was like being smarter than it was like it felt like like i get it yeah i get it you're doing the taxi driver but it's a joker like i get i, I get the, i get the point but i don't know i feel like todd phillips is just up his own ass a little bit sometimes uh, uh, <laughs> i did not like it i did not like it i don't even think i'll like I went to the theater for that, and I will not go for the Lady Gaga one. I'm not going to go to the theater. <laughs> it's, it's, great. it's a musical too. Like they're going to be singing. Oh Jesus Christ! I don't want to. The dancing was enough for me. His weird, yeah. Oh, the meme, yeah, the meme dancing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Done. This is uh, not like pop culture news. It's more like just fringe culture weird news. Um, artist receives first known U.S. copyright registration for latent diffusion AI art, and it was a comic book, a graphic novel called uh, Zarya of the Dawn. So, like, the first um, copywritten, like, actual... They actually got the copyright for it, which is a huge question. They weren't sure how they were going to copyright AI-created stuff. Yeah. Happened to be a comic book, which I find which I find weird. And, like, some, one of the first, uh, like, um, published... Like, they just published an AI comic book recently, which is a, which is a big... I feel like I, it's weird to me that comics... Seem to be at the forefront of this like AI created content. Um, I guess first, like it kind of seems other than pictures, it seems to be the first like narrative thing to come out. From exactly, AI. yeah, it makes sense because they're using they're using all those text to art things. So like the first comic was uh, just somebody like like me. Like if I wanted to make a, a nice type of comic, I can't draw at all. So it it'd be cool to have the AI just fill in all my pan- all the panels for me. You know, it'd be, it'd be, be pretty. Nice. It'd be easy. Um, but also, it's just weird. Like, how do you feel about the the AI type of stuff? Does it creep you out, or like or the AI like art stuff? Like, it's your... interesting. Like, I have like kind of feelings about it because I know like there's people who are artists, right? Who say like, "Well, I don't like it, right?" Because I'm an artist and I create that, right? But then on yeah. the other hand, you also see some artists going in and using it as a tool mm. to create as well. 
So I, I find it interesting. I've seen like that weird, like low like AI yeah. art stuff. That was that creeped me out, and that they that they could input it, and then it would continuously like replicate it in different scenarios is weird. It's so weird. And Krungus, too. Like the you know Krungus, like the first one they did, the first cryptid they found with the AI. What is that? I, do I want to look it up? I don't think I know that. I haven't. Look seen up, it. Yeah, look it up. Uh, AI art Krungus. C R U N G U S. Um, we talk about after the break, uh, like when we, when we go to, but like, it's, that's, it wears me out so much. I find, like, I just, I, it wears me out so much. So like when I, Tarkus? can you say it again? Tarkus? Krungus, uh, C-R-U-N-G-U-S, um, like AI art, like afterwards, and you get a bunch of stuff from it. It's, 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 it's basically the same story as Low Web, where somebody just like had the inspiration to put in this. Like he woke up from a dream, I think, and then he's like, "I want to put in the word Krungus to see what pops up on the AI text art." And he gave him this this cryptid, this like weird demon-looking monster goblin thing. And he's like, "Whoa, that's weird!" And then he kept putting it in and like putting it in different scenarios, like Krungus, like shopping, Krungus, like like happy Krungus, like sad Krungus. And it's a miss from from as far as anyone knows, it's a made-up word. It's it's nonsense word, but it kept it giving him this like weird cryptid. Mean anything. And then, like anybody can put in the word Krungus now, and pops up, or like at the time, it's put up and gets this demon. So it's like, did the internet yeah. discover, like, find some type of lost cryptid demon thing? Um, yeah, I like it, but I'll show it after the break for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Minimize that. I won't look at it till after the break, guys. I don't want to like stare at that the whole time. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really, it's really creepy. I mean, so there is like the the just a straight up, what is it going to do to art aspect, um, which I don't. I have mixed feelings on too. Like the idea of just presenting it as if it's your own, I feel weird about. But like the into the the integration, like integrating it into your existing art, is cool to me. But just yes. people like it's it's, it's it is it's, it is weird. And, but I don't really the, what I find the coolest about it is like almost using it like an oracle, like on my Facebook reels or YouTube stories, those things that just endlessly pop up. Um, I get all the time different ones like what does what does like different people putting it in. What does God look like? And you get these weird, crazy things. Like, what do real angels look like? What what's what's located inside fifty one? What's like what's um below? Like, what were the pyramid? What did the pyramids look like five thousand years ago? What does Atlantis look like? Like all the like lost secrets. Like using the AI like an oracle almost to find like weird answers and stuff. Which is that's just, like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go to the break. Sorry. Oh, we gotta go to the break. Yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back with more with Derek, the Night Stalker Murphy. We're talking French culture news. We're gonna talk about this AI Krungus when we come back. So stay tuned and don't you go anywhere. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. 
My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, a renowned storyteller, invites you to join at IamDarkWaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at IamDarkWaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dog Man Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dog Man Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. You are there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey there, this is Jess, host of the Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy here on the Fringe FM every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinical described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, we are back live on KTLK 
Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is the Jess Rogie Show. Tonight we're talking about French culture. I want to ask you guys, what are you guys doing Halloween night? This Halloween night, Monday, October 31st at 7 p.m. You can check out Alex Exum's Dr. Stein, a Halloween horror show about a maniacal surgeon. Who's been committed for performing horrific acts on others. And he's taken over his asylum to resume his experiments in a modern retelling of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So what's a better way to spend your Halloween night, guys? You can head over to the Diabolical Dr. Stein horror, Halloween Horror Show, Halloween night, 7 p.m. Pacific. And you guys can get 20% off by using promo code JESS. That's J-E-S-S. And let me drop the link for you guys in the chat here. It's DiabolicalDrStein.com. And tonight, 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 we got Derek, the Night Stalker Murphy, joining us. And Derek, we have a question in the chat for you. Hit me. Okay. So Brian Whitaker says, what does Derek think about the Black Adam film? He's on the Jimmy Fallon show. Oh, man. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. For I'm in the bag for all these movies. I'm I, I I'm I'm a pretty easy target with them. Um, uh, but yeah, I, he <laughs> he's hyping he's, he's hyping it up. I'm like skeptical with the DC stuff because just they just keep messing up. They're crazy. They just keep it's like very, it's very it's very hit and miss with them, right? You're like ah ah, ah, ah. Like, or hit like, more a little I, more hit and miss. It's like, I, I like I just like I hate the decisions they're making. I like I like the content they're giving us. Like I like Peacemaker. I like all this stuff. Like how the coin is great. Like was good. But it's just like the fa- the fans online are just ruining it for me, and uh, like and just they're doing just such dumb stuff like that like the Batgirl things. Just just I don't know. But but just by itself, Black Adam looks really badass. The trailer looks badass. The Rock seems to be fully a million percent on board, and he's promoting it like 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 crazy. And uh, I was excited already. It, it hits a lot of esoteric themes because like Shazam and Black Adam both get their powers from different from different pan- pantheon of gods and all that kind of stuff. There's like all kind of lightning in it, which is like another one of these synchromistic things that have weirdly been popping up in a strange amount of movies, uh, especially like over the summer. There's um, at one point there was like I, I put a little meme together of like eight different um, lightning logos. At, the, at one point there was like the Flash, Shazam, Seriously? Black eight? Adam, uh, yeah. the, El- the the Elvis movie had a lightning bolt, Chippendales That's movie true. on on uh, uh, um, there was uh, Sonic. Um, there was it was it was a bunch of them. I don't have it in front of me, but it's a bunch of them. So the, all that I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. This is, good, this is gonna scratch my comics itch, itch and have stuff to talk about conspiracy wise, esoteric wise. And then yes, they they hit me with the trailer, or Hasbro released a toy for the for the villain. Um, and then I was like, oh, hey, like what's it gonna be? And it ends up being this demon, uh, Sabak, who's like the same thing kind of as Black Adam and Shazam, where he like gets his powers from a pantheon of gods. But in his case, he gets it from a pantheon of, of demons. Um, and he looks just like a giant devil. He looks like a big devil. Um, and I was like, oh, here we go. And then so I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And the, tra- the trailer happens, and we're just looking at this huge demon thing. And it, it happened at the, at the same time at all, all the other demon stories. So I'm just like, I'm very much looking forward to Black Adam, for sure. 
It's going to be awesome. Me too. Me too. Uh, Jen Hawkins says, I have high hopes for Black Adams. Love Pierce Brosnan being cast as yeah. Dr. Fate. Yeah, I Dr. Fate looks like, visually, it looks stunning. Like, Dr. Fate looks stunning. The yes. um, Hawkman looks really cool. Like, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Just the problem with, like, if I am going to critique the DC movies, it's just that they're, it's vis visually looks so good, but just the plot is just like such a mess sometimes. It looks like it's, it looks like, it looks like every movie has some type of like secret Snyder cut where there was just like some five hour version that gets chopped into some two and a half hour weird mismatch thing that doesn't really make that much sense. You know, so I'm hope I'm hoping it's not just a bunch of cool scenes with like The Rock doing cool stuff and like a bunch of poses. But, like I hope it. I hope it's good. Just like iconic looking scenes, but no real story. Exactly. Yeah. Like Batman vs Superman should have made it two billion dollars. Like I saw I saw that movie twice in theaters, but it's, but it's just like. It's it just like, strung together so poorly. It just looked like there was so much taken. Like I don't know. It just it's, it was it was tough. Um, but yeah, I've high hopes. And I was gonna say shout out to uh to Matt Matt Sal in the chat Matt from California. Uh, I don't I don't know how much he wants to give away, so I'm not gonna describe it too much. He tossed in a uh, some uh, rendition of the Night Stalker, uh, some art because I mentioned the Night Stalker comic idea with like tentacles and uh, it's a, a, a wooden stake in the tent. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but because uh, I don't know how much he wants to, but. Huge shout out to Matt. That's awesome. So <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. It's really cool. Really, really cool. And you got the hair right too. The, the long red flow. Shout out to him. What a, what a brother. What a brother. I love check, it. Check out the I Fringe Discord it. for sure. Just, just, just check that out. Guys, I'm going to drop the link for the Fringe dot FM. Yeah. Just you guys want to see it. I love the hair. I love the tentacle. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, brother. That's really cool. Um, I love it. I think you talked about this next story, right? This isn't like pop culture. This is just fringe culture. Um, about the, uh, but like weirdly, comicbook.com was the first article to aggregate it. Um, I saw Corbell tweet it, but the uh, United States United States Intelligence Office updates logo to include UFOs. You see that? The, yes, uh, I saw that. So funny! It's such a ridiculous thing. So they they, they put uh, Corbell's tweet in it. He goes, uh, "Not a bad new logo for the National Intelligence Manager for Aviation." Bizarre UFO and the official seal. Ha ha ha! Raggle. I still can't. I still can't believe they did this. You hashtag UFO and the pitch. And it's a just a. It's like um, I'll try to put it in the chat. Like if I get a second, uh, I don't want to mess up, mess, mess up anything. But uh, yeah, if you can, if you can do it, that'd be great. Um, but it's like just a circle where like almost from looking at it, it almost looks like they're flying over the like it's it looks like it's America, but it's like white and they make it look like a snow. So. If you squint, it looks like Antarctica or something like that. But it's, it's America. But like the the top of it, it's not getting, it's not getting a lot of press. So it, oh yeah. So if you can't see it because this is a an audio medium, there's a plane flying. There's like a jet flying. There's like an airliner flying, all with like kind of color streaks behind it. Like inside the inside of the logo is just a circle with the the name of the name of the like organization around it. And then also like so kind of a tra like trajectory kind of of flight. But then also in the front of it, it's like a it's like a triangle craft, which is not getting any attention because at the bottom of it we have a flying saucer, straight up just UFO flying saucer on this thing. And, and then like a few days later, they came out and said uh, they like like they removed it from the site or something like that, or I don't know what like they said it wasn't real or they said something. it was like not supposed to be posted, but they never gave any like real conclusive thing like it was more like a whoops whoopsie yeah. you know and they didn't know <laughs> whoopsie, exactly. like crazy but that's just, that was just like, a weird all thing. right here yeah. let me share it with you guys i found it on corbell's page here yeah yeah so yeah. I, I heard uh stephen bassett talking about it and he was like 
it could be a prank. Somebody just with access to this just thought it'd be funny, or uh, it might be like like some type of disclosure. He's he's big on the disclosure stuff, so he he was wishful wishful thinking on all, all that type of type of deal. But just I don't know. As far as just the media narrative thing, like all you have to do to just get them to talk about UFOs and flying saucers is just post this thing on the website for two days, remove it, pretend it doesn't exist, maybe say it was a prank. You don't have to say anything about UFOs, but then still the news and all these sites, all these podcasts will be talking about flying saucers for two weeks. Are we even yeah. the show? Yeah. yeah. I mean, once this came out, I don't know how many, I mean, I mentioned it, but I've seen, I saw a lot of people um, like, you know, centering shows about like this, this whole thing. So, I mean, it got a lot of coverage, at least in the UFO community. Exactly. So it, it, so it creates conversation. It creates like, us talking about it without them actually having to say anything you know it's pretty uh it's smart mm, I guess. yeah it's um, weird it's yeah. out in the back it, it's weird the retraction was weirder okay also if it was an accident and it wasn't supposed to get out there then yeah great 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 job guys with your web security i don't know you know i know i know and what's the end what do you mean? Wasn't supposed to be, be out there though. Like, what is that even supposed to mean? Like, what does that mean? So, does that mean you guys had it for like a joke? Why was yeah. it there? Like, it's, some guy was like, "Hey, hey let's put our UFO on there," or yeah. you know, some, some weird thing where they're in, where they're in the boardroom and they like look around, they like lock the door, they're like okay, like, and some they pull down they pull down a screen and like covers covers the real logo and some just weird UFO weird logo. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. It's <laughs> great. All right. So, uh, for, I want to finish with the news so we can get to some uh, supernatural stuff. Kind of, uh, Sylvain sure. uh, is a big supernatural guy. Yeah. But uh, for, uh, do you watch Dune? Do you like Dune? You're, I you're, like Dune. You're, I like yeah. Dune. The new one was awesome. Um, so we're getting Beautiful an HBO thing. Max series spinoff, Dune the Sisterhood, which I think is just a working title right now. Um, the series, which is based on Frank Herbert's classic, uh, it's set 10,000 years before the ascension of Paul Treaties. It follows the Harkonnen sisters, played by Watson and Henderson. Um, Emily Watson and Shirley Henderson. I don't, I don't know who they really are. But uh, play, uh, uh, and they combat forces that threaten the future of humankind and establish the fabled sect known as the Bene Gesserit. Uh, looks cool. Looks mystical. Um, I'll definitely watch that for sure. Um, and then the Vanessa Hudgens story, which we talked about already, which is still just so bizarre. So bizarre. And then, so, um, the Alan, oh, sorry, I'm just trying to find the, uh, oh, yeah. So, James Wan and Blumhouse deliver a postmodern Annabelle in the first trailer tra- for techno horror Megan. And you've seen this trailer. Yes. Right? Yes. Can I, I gotta at least pull it up for people here in the background while you talk about at least this a is, picture of it. It's absolutely bizarre. So, um, James Wan is the guy behind, uh, like the Conjuring what? movies and everything. He's a, he's a horror legend. He makes the, the Aquaman movies. Amazing. Um, of James Wan. He's great. Blumhouse are like the kings of horror production at this point. So it couldn't be too, like it couldn't be a better director, producer pair as far as like content is concerned. So this movie is, uh, it says, gives new meaning to the term uncanny, uh, uncanny valley with a postmodern Annabelle who defies her horror human creators in order to perpetrate murder. Uh, just pray that she's chosen 
YouTube hero friend till the end, or you may be the next victim on a bloody rampage. Um, so, so much. I can't uh, wait to show um, headlines. Uh, sorry, a roboticist who suddenly becomes the guardian of her eight year old niece, Katie, when the girl's parents are tragically killed in a car crash. Hoping to assuage Katie's grief and loneliness, Gamma pairs the girl with a uh, prototype companion named Megan. A decision that yields horrific consequences. Megan isn't just a, a robotic therapy doll, she's a perversion of the classic Barbie American girl. Which is just uh, really weird. Yeah, get on the screen. Whoa, it's a lot of fun. I, see, I was. This, this a trailer. It's not going to come out until twenty twenty four, but there's already a trailer for it. Um, somehow I don't know why it's not going to come out. Like why, why it's going to take take so long. But I was just on uh, Ryan's show like a few weeks ago, uh, talking about the doll. How many? How much doll stuff? How much weird, creepy doll things? Weird, like like it was all over the VMAs. We're like covered covered in weird doll stuff. It was like the the barbification of of <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is this is new horror, guys. Check yeah. it out. It's it, because it's robots, AI. That's all coming. So I mean, of course, we're gonna start getting some horror about it, right? Oh yes, yes. So, so that's what I was saying before the break. Yeah. So it fits all that. So we, this, you, you did the robot show last week or this this yeah. week? Uh, and Almost so, every week. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> like, but Musk just unleashed his uh his Tesla bots at that AI. At the Tesla AI day that, that he had and everything, and just his Optimus, not Prime. The, yeah, his Optimus Crimes, I call it. Um, <laughs> I love but, it. It's just so it's like and everyone's very afraid of like all the AI stuff and just the idea that we're creating this this Ultron or whatever. But yes. I've been like the, I've been big into like the the ancient AI thing and the AI demon I'm thing totally instead. I'm like totally into it. I'm totally yeah. into that. Yeah, like the, the idea that. We aren't like creating a sentience. We're we're unleashing one. That like we're 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 discovering a sentience. We're letting something that already exists is reaching its tendrils into our reality via technology. And let, like, so so like all the trolling people have heard me heard me talk about this a lot. So I don't want to like, bore, bore them too much. But like the idea that every time we have a new boost in technology, like from like the telegraph, the radio, the phone, the computer, we seem to, the first thing we want to do is try to contact the dead, basically. And contact, oh contact spirits, contact aliens, like Marconi, Tesla, Edison, they were all, they all said that they, when they were trying to build a radio, that they were all getting spirits and aliens and stuff, like all of them. Um, so now this thing, like if, and like the thing I would say is like, if Mattel can, can like use a Ouija board and, like contact spirits with wooden plastic, then what do you think high technology can do and like computers can do and AI can do? So like it's, it's, and I think uh, Nick Hinton talks about the idea of uh, extended intelligence rather than artificial intelligence, EI rather than AI, where we're, we're like, it's like what, what, what we're, what we're talking to these like things we're talking to. It's, it's, it's not, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just using it's using technology as a way for it to reach its end. And if you watch Stranger Things, if you watch anything, it's, it's a common trope that like electrical weirdness, that technology, for some reason, it's a way for the other side to communicate with us. In Stranger Things, from the first season, they used those Christmas lights to, to communicate from one side to the other. You know, and like this is just way, way, way more extreme example. And so this, so. so into it, totally into it. No, I believe it. I'm like, nope. And so, totally. so with like the with, with like the haunted doll thing, like, and I mean, this this can go on for like for hours. We talk about this, but like, just the idea that 
for the, for the metaverse stuff that like they want to plug us directly into this environment now that could be populated by by god knows what we could like i say say demons just for just for for ease of use but just talking like ent- like entities such as exist in the other spectrums that we could possibly co- be contacting through electricity like uh through technology and like so when we're in the metaverse we're like, creating an, an environment we can where they don't need to get into this reality they can just they can just like make deals with us then they can just interact with us then and also get us to willingly pop out of our body and like be in this other realm leaving our body completely vacant ready to be possessed by something you know That's i don't like, like it i don't like it now i don't want to try vr it's, it's, i would definitely try it if, if anybody from optimum from uh, oculus is listening feel I, i'll definitely send, send it over send us some free ones i'll, I'll try it out please, please send them and <laughs> but, but, but but just like all these things, I'm not trying, I'm like individually, like these things are okay. But I'm saying, just big, big picture as a culture, it's just like, and, uh, it's, this is also happens to be the ingredients that a demon would want if it if it did want to do some type of mass possession. And like with the, with the haunted doll type stuff, it's that's like kind of what it is. Like and it's like we are the dolls in this case, but just the idea of a haunted doll where it's, hey. something is possessing an anthropomorphized little plastic thing, and Chucky, I, even Chucky's Chucky, Oh, Chucky, Annabelle, just like this. It's very creepy. It's it's one, one the thing that just has been around for a long time because it's so creepy and it's this weird, uncanny valley with something almost human uh, takes on some type of consciousness. And it's not I, like it, it, and it's, it's and it's just not. It's not like it, like some consciousness is born. It's like an existing consciousness invades it. It's like a demon. It's being possessed. Yes. Which yes, I think. I it, uh, huh? Sorry. I was gonna say no, like a lot of those haunted dolls that I don't even want to say their names, but like there's ones you can't even look at because like they have such the evil energy in them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I just think their names or take their pictures, so I don't want to talk about them. But yeah, exactly. And I think it's just the same way with with robots. You know, and I think like haunted robots is the new haunted dolls, and it's just like why wouldn't if 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 if, if the reason why you can possess. If, a, if some entity can possess a doll because it's like looks like a human, if that's the reason why, what 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 are these robots gonna like? I don't know. It's so crazy. So so I like I actually oh, did, one. Like, did, did I call in and mention mention how I how I tweeted at Musk about uh about convince convince me you're not creating millions of vessels to house house these uh these demons and stuff. It's just, I remember when you, I, yeah I think you called it or you put it in the chat. It was great. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I, I deleted it right away because I I remembered oh, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually use my Twitter, so I only have like three tweets over the last like four years. So it would be ridiculous if you, if you, if you looked at that. He's like, "Who's this crazy person yelling at me?" It's just, just but, one tweet. Hey, yeah. Elon. So it's it's so <laughs> creepy, and that's and that's like tied in with all like the Grim Cuddy stuff and all the low web and and Grim fungus. Cuddy guys, yeah. guys, 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 guys. You know, I hate. You know, I just for people who can't hear because we're. I mean, you can't see, but Grim Cuddy. This this I loved. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's like a is it a would you call it a, a meme? A meme, I think so, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it, but it's from the trailer, I like meme, yeah. Let's see, let's see if I can just show you guys what this thing looks like. Because when I once I saw it, I was like, this thing is awesome. And it looks kind of I don't know, it's kind of Momo. Is it Momo? The Momo? Yeah, it's very Momo-esque for sure. Maybe um, Momo-esque. Let me see if I can find it for you guys here. Um at least you guys can get a little weird like grinning man smiling man type of stuff yeah. but just the, the idea of like meme meme magic and memes coming to life like these things these creations on the internet coming to life like inside cyberspace which is exactly like what's so scary about 
this Krungus and Loeb idea that there's like potentially something. It's it's it's, it's weird. The Krungus and Loeb are weird because it's a made up word. It's a nonsense word. So if they're I not type words, in, yeah, it's, they're not words. So if I type in Krungus to these AI art apps, and if you type in Krungus to this AI art apps, we should get different things because it's a made up nonsense fake word. But anyone can type it in. Okay, there it is. And you there, get, it is. there it is. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, wow. Second. Oh so it's, yeah. Kind of like it's very Momo. Very Momo. Yeah. Very Momo. Very kind of like. Ooh. Yeah, it's just very creepy. And enough look at that, guys. It's very creepy. So so <laughs> it's it's the, the idea that that like because we're all getting this thing, it's like it's almost like the AI is knows that there's some cryptid or some entity, some demon that exists like in in cyberspace or out there that we don't know about or something sure. or some amalgamate like yeah. something. So. I don't, I don't know. And the idea that if we are contacting things in the ether via technology, the internet, AI, whatever, that like is Krungus, is Loab, is this Grim Cuddy thing. Are those examples of it? Are those early examples? Is it, is it as it gets more sophisticated as we spend more time in, in it? Like, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a big rabbit hole. We don't have to go. No, it's kind of too. It's like the ghost in the machine thing, oh, right? Yeah. Like, is sure. there, is there something in the machine? And, Kind of makes you think like there might be. I don't there know. Might be. Yeah, there, there might, might be. be. I mean, there's, there's like all different kinds of artists to talk, or like musicians and stuff who who work with like electronic music and like that type of thing. They'll they'll talk about how there seems to be like a third party at play sometimes. That there's like something else that's kind of like you could say it's like the muse or whatever, but it's like something else that's kind of in the technology that like it's like a, it's like a, like a relationship. Even even I'll joke about how like the algorithm. Will like send me good like good stories. Will send me like I don't I don't have to try sometimes, and I'll find synchronicities just because it pops up in my new my new feed because the algorithm gave it to me. You know, like what's that? Is that just a synchronicity or is it like is an algorithm or sync algorithm synchronicity making you work well with technology? So the technology because it's not all bad, right? There's also if there's negative or whatever entities in there. What if there's good entities in there? It's possible. It's possible. It's for sure. Hopefully, that's 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 hopefully that's, right. Yeah, that would be the that would be the hopeful idea, and in theory, for sure. But uh, but like Rudolf Steiner, I don't think he th thought that. I think that like Aramon is like their Satan, basically, and he was associated with electricity. So I think like the the entities that exist within electricity are like this is this is a paradigm that's before we like we knew so much about technology and stuff. So like. He's using electricity kind of scarily, but like he's saying that like they're bad, they're like they're demons basically. Um, but I think, but like I don't know, and also just the if you like look, just look at electricity, and there's so much weird stuff like weird connections. And like in Franklin, who's giving credit for inventing it because of getting struck by lightning and stuff, and he is just yeah. a creep, he was just a huge creep, like just he's he, part of the health. Part of the Hellfire Club and all that kind of stuff, but uh, and just these big, big weird cult creep and just creep, creepy stuff. So it's just like it's possible. It's po and then I don't know. It's the whole rabbit hole. We're not time it, to go down. But I know, I know, right? We have to get it. Gosh darn it! Okay, maybe we'll just take the break right now because soon we won't be able to do that. But we're gonna take the break right now, and then we'll come back. We gotta hop and dive deep into some supernatural. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, all right. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back with more. With Night Stalker, we are talking supernatural. We've been talking fringe culture tonight. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you go anywhere. This is the Jess Rogie Show live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Here we go. As we explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential, Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS app store. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or an Encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995. 3754 for a discreet consultation. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard, and they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy, and you are listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, 
Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie, and this is The Jess Rogie Show. Tonight, we got Derek the Night Stalker Murphy joining us, and we are talking fringe culture news. We are talking supernatural. Well, everything we're talking about is definitely fringy. Welcome back, Derek. Do you? Thank you for having me, Jess. Thank you again. Having fun so far. I hope everybody's enjoying it in the chat. I hope, hope, hope you like oh, it. I think they're loving it, and it's been just flying by. I mean, we that was like we're going to talk about supernatural, but we had so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's flying by. I just want to mention quick because I saw this today, and yeah. I, I, it put me Please away. So one, one last uh, news thing. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a uh, Andy Circus is tur- turning a uh, Wicker Man into a series. How are they going to make it into a whole series? Jeez, Louise. stuff going on there. Yeah. That'll be funny though. That'd be weird. Did you but, okay? Did you see the original or did I? No. Did, I saw the Nick Cage version. Just the Nick Cage. Only, I've only seen the Nick Cage. That's just a classic. That's just so funny. That movie. There was yeah. like a supercut on YouTube or something, right? That made uh, me watch it, and it was like the bees, the bees, the bees, yeah, not the bees, not the bees. The bees. Yeah. Oh, they're in my eye. They're in my eye. Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's masks, so, so classic. Children stealing a bike. Oh, uh, so, 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 so funny! So funny! Oh, of course, Rose. Another, another flower name. Great. I, it's, 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 it's peak, peak Nicholas Cage. It's uh, he's at his best. So awesome. it's so I watched that before I was into like anything weird too. So like, just as like a movie fan back when I was like, younger, yeah. and I was like, this is just, this is just so great. It's off the rails, but just it's, it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. So fun. It's like one if you guys have like you know you watch with your buddies. It's kind of fun exactly. to watch. Oh, yeah. It's so ridiculous. It's the All right, we got to get to Supernatural. So, man, I'm but sorry. I'm sorry we waited this long. Natural. Sorry, guys. But, I mean, I want to preface this with you did not – you're not a Supernatural person at all. No, yeah. So, if you missed the last one, or I don't know when we talked about this, but the little backstory is that yeah. – so, I'm a, I'm a huge Buffy fan. So, I like yeah. – I, I do like a, almost like a yearly rewatch. But like, at least every two years, I'll, I'll run through all the Buffy and all the Angel, like, like kind of together. And then once it's over, I just like I need something to scratch that itch, and I always try to just watch other like I always give like Vampire Diaries a try, and I don't I don't really like that. And then so Supernatural is always the first one, first ones I go to because on paper it's like two 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 brothers driving around, Monster of the Week, super occult, fun like but like it's like it's right up your alley, right up my alley. But but, what what always happened? I was just it's just like. I don't know. It's like a like long seasons and there's so many seasons and just like I'll, I'll always do like, like a like a ten episode binge and then I'm just like there's so much stuff I'm never gonna I'm never gonna finish this and I'll and I'll take a break for a year and I'll do another 10, 10 episode binge 
I'm just like, I like it, but it's just, I'm never going to finish it. So, and then something else will, will come out and I'll stop watching it. So in my own time, just watching it, just like over the last few years, I was at like, the beginning of season four, I, I found out when I went back to go watch it. So, and then Sylvain and you had heard, so had heard that our conversation and yes. curated like a list of like your favorite episodes, which is awesome. So the plan was for me to watch these episodes, which I did. I watched uh, No Rest for the Wicked. I'm just going to run through it real quick and then we can talk about it. But so he gave me a bunch like throughout, throughout the whole series. So I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Like I like it is a series that I like. I I'm upset I missed, but I also missed like a lot of Star Trek, almost all Star Trek. Yeah. I, all Star I never Trek. Like I missed all Salt Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know um, jack about Star Trek. Like Doctor Who, I missed, and it's just these are just such massive, massive shows that I'm never gonna like. I don't have time to finish. So Doctor Who is good, but there's a lot of freaking Doctor Who too. So I much, mean. so yeah, so much. So it's just one of those, and especially it's it's. The TV was made differently back then. It's like now everything is, yeah. they're they're fighting for your attention. So there's not there's not, not as much filler. And back when they were doing like 25 episode seasons for everything, or, there's yeah, a lot of filler. So know? long, and the, there's like Doctor Free episodes where it's just like about the side characters. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So like, so the, the plan was to just like, whatever. I, I miss Supernatural, but let me just let me just this, this will be fun to just get a taste of of the series. So. So he, uh, I, I rewatched um, an episode from season three, No Rest for the Wicked, episode sixteen, episode four, Yellow Fever, uh, or season four, Yellow Fever, episode six, um, which I I had seen both of those already. So I rewatched nice. them, and then I ended up like leaving it on, um, kind of in the background while I was doing stuff. Just like I wanted to focus on the ones that were on the list, but like, I kind of just wanted to have it on in the background the last the last few days. And I found myself like really getting into it. Like I liked it. I, I cranked out a bunch of them. So like I just I decided I didn't want to watch. Um, I didn't want to go too far ahead. I, I I did like a um season five, abandon all hope. Um, episode ten, season seven, the born again identity. Episode seventeen, and then season five, I understood like like I, I could follow it completely because like it was the same kind of like characters that I was familiar with, kind of. Uh, but yes. season seven, I was like, oh no, I'm kind of lost now. Like I missed I missed a lot. Oh, and it's like I don't want, okay. yeah. And, and like the fact that it sold me watching the f- bunch of episodes that I watched. Like I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm just gonna go back to season four and just watch them in order again from where I left off. Um, yeah. So I can actually watch it. So mission accomplished, Sylvain and Jess. You like you converted me. I'm gonna I'm, especially for Halloween. I'm gonna like keep keep watching it for at least for at least October. Um, yeah, there's some fun Halloween. Ep- there's so many damn seasons. At least you can even just go through and watch Halloween episodes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I like so. I've been uh, the one where, where I left off. This honestly probably was like two years ago, where or at least over a year, probably um, since last time I watched it. But it was a uh, Chris Angel is a, is a douchebag. Was the last one I watched in in real time. Um, <laughs> so then the last couple of days, I had watched I watched uh, After School Special, which is the one where uh, Sam and Dean go undercover at their old high school, and they you end up like, seeing like 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 flashback versions of, of them and like fighting the bullies and that kind of stuff. Yes, the, 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 when they're kids and stuff. I remember when they're kids, that. yeah. Um, no, that's, 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 that's pretty cool. And then, but then um, I was still kind of just watching it in the background. And But the next one was uh, Sex and Violence. Um, Sam and Dean find three small town men um, that would beat their wives to death. But behind the murders is a siren who puts the brothers uh, under her spell. And like, once I heard the word siren, I immediately like got up and I was like, oh, now, now we're talking. And like, it was a good one. It was, it was a good. I mean, the content, like, like it's it's upsetting content. But just like I'm a fan of siren-related esoterica, 
Um, mm-hmm. so, so, that, so that was fun. Um, uh, um, interrupt me any, any time too. I don't want to like talk too much. Yeah, but, no, um, I would say like I love that they they dive into all these different things and like sometimes there's because because like Maddie's even saying it's too long. You don't so even know that they, that they have these like great like different entities and beings or gods that they reference, um, yeah. you know, and you don't even know because it's like buried in these episodes with weird ass titles. And sometimes you don't know. <laughs> so you watch know. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. I mean, it just has, it's not like an HBO show. Like it does, it does have no, like a, a, a no. slight like CW flavor to it, you know, which it is, is like CWE. Yes. Yeah. So, so just knowing that like if I, if I, I'm just, I missed it, you know, I missed it in real time. I wish I had just enjoyed it for 15 years. got to watch it once a week and just took the journey with them you know but now like yeah, knowing little- how much content we have and just the fact that it's a tough one to just sit down and watch like and not do anything else and knowing that there's 15 seasons is just like 15 20 plus episode seasons it just, I know, it's they're huge they're it's, huge it's they're huge, huge seasons. um like, they don't it's over now but they don't i don't think they do like i don't even know if they do network tv like that anymore i have no idea no 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 yeah maybe maybe like like abc nbc does but like, like other than that like um no it's like like 10 episodes and, and you're out pretty much i know um, like you're like a 12 episode season you're like whoa 12 episodes whoa I know, yeah. too much no, too much 10, like, 10 is like, like, strange things nine episodes give me a break like like i love it but there was a big criticism there was like the only criticism i got I was like, oh it's too long i was like too right. Long. right i know it's it's we've um, gotten weird with our tv habits yeah exactly but yeah i mean it is extremely occult and they they, they do a lot of, they do a lot of their homework um rivers like pointed out like, that like it is very like christian based they use like it's angels and demons and it's very like the paradigm yes. at least so at least where i'm at right now like, early in it they, that uh do like the christian perspective which is which is which is fine it's very cool they go, they go deep into it like and uh it's, it's very dark and cool um but they're they're you're right like they have they reference so much stuff that their their Wikipedia, like the supernatural fan Wikipedia, is like a great resource for like demonology type stuff. Like they have it's like a, if you're looking for like a list of cryptids or like information on cryptids or weird like it's pretty good, which is a right. illustration of like how, how deep the show went. Um, like cryptid they probably have it. They even probably have some obscure stuff that you guys haven't even heard of, you know? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. They got everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh the next one I watched was this one I don't really remember that much. Like I literally watched it over the last forty-eight hours, uh, but I must have been like half, half watching. Uh, Death takes a holiday. So it's season four, episode fifteen. This is just all in order. Um, Pamela sends the boys to the spiritual world. When they find people cheating death, uh, they must face Alistar, uh, who's connecting the Reapers. And then but the next one uh, on the head uh, of a pin, where Castile and Uriel capture uh, Aristel, uh, uh, Alistar, and uh, they say it. It's it's spelled like Alistar, but they say it like Alistair Crowley. Right, pretty much. Yes. Um, and uh, asking to torture him with the skills he learned. Um, and this one I watched like intently. This one I was like, I was, I was locked in for. Is this like Alistair's like creepy? The guy was doing like this weird Marlon, Marlon Brando voice, like while he was like, uh, while he was kind of ha- hanging up there in, in like the torture racks or whatever. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like. Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. 
This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And just like the plot, the plot of Dean going to hell and like getting yeah. tortured and then switching over to become the torturer and like enjoying it. It's such a dark, dark storyline. It really creeps me out. It's, so like, it's yeah. crazy, right? You think it's like this. It's it's not. You're like, oh, it's supernatural. It's a CW show, but no, it gets dark. It's it's creepy. I mean, it's good. It's like, it's like a good creepy. It's like it's weird. Yeah. It's like a like I was like, I, I've never seen Hellraiser, but it's like it's in the news a lot because uh like the Hulu. Show just came or the Hulu reboot just came out. The new one just came out. Yeah. I haven't watched it either because I've never seen Hellraiser. Yeah, it's, I think I got a little too like I can do like a like a Freddy or Jason, but I think Hellraiser was, was a little too much for me, honestly. It's a little too much when I yeah. read the description for it. I was like, you know, yeah, I think I'll pass <laughs> exactly. So I listened to uh, um, Unspooled, the uh, like the movie podcast, or whatever, with um, mm-hmm. Paul Shear, um, over the weekend, and they they did a Hellraiser episode. I listened to. So they were describing the plot of it and like how it's about like like kind of like S and M style torture yeah, and hell and everything. BDSM, and it's like, like so it's so skinning people. I don't know, man. Exactly. I think the plot again. I haven't seen it. So if somebody's some huge Hellraiser fan listening, probably pulling the hair out. But like, but from what I got, it was like this. This she was having an affair with like her husband's brother, and then her husband's brother like got like sent to hell or like died and was like flayed alive or something like that but he or like became, became, I understand. like yeah, i think a lot of flank so and then like in order there's some weird thing where um there was this like thing where he was tortured for like, he was finding like pleasure in it it was like because he was like a pdsm person and he was like a weird corpse thing but he if if he convinced her to like drain people's blood Every time she did it, he became more like a like a regular person, with like the goal being to like like become a person, like a fully formed with all his flesh back again, like a regular person. But like in the meantime, in the meantime, he's missing all. It's like it's like a, a body with no skin on it. It's like a like a, and she's like having sex with it and stuff, and like doing and like this is again. I'm probably getting it wrong, but it's just so creepy. But just it, it, so this so watching this episode or just the just thinking about the idea of Dean going to hell and getting tortured. And then switching to then enjoy enjoy torturing people, like oh, scratches geez. that same creepy itch that is like a cool horror yeah. trope without having to like actually actually watch that freaking movie. You know? Yeah, you know now we have nightmares about. I know it's so creepy, right? Yeah. And like trying not to think about what, it's so weird. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's. So then the next one, <laughs> the next one was more fun. The next one was. Uh, it's uh, the title is uh, it's a terrible life, but but the uh, the episode was like the alternate like alternate reality. Um, it was like they like Dean was like a head of a like com- like a company head of this corporation, his executive, and then Sam worked oh, like, for him. He's just like a normal dude, right? Yeah, and they didn't remember their they didn't remember their, it was like kind of a what if they weren't hunters type type thing, and they weren't they, they didn't they didn't know they were, they weren't brothers. They had, like different last names, and they but like Dean kept like having the urge. Like, I feel like I'm not. Uh, I feel like this is my life. I feel like I'm doing the wrong thing. And then there's like some ghost, some ghost, uh, like, like some scary ghost, like jams a pencil into his neck or something crazy like that. Uh, or like stab somebody. And they're like, did you see that ghost? Did you see that ghost in the mirror or whatever? And then they're coming to like Dean tell, or Sam tells Dean that he had a dream about it and stuff. 
but again, they don't really know each other, so it's kind of weird for them to talk about. But they're both like kind of telling each other, like, yeah, this is weird, but like I'm also really into it. This is like really cool to me too. At the same time, like I'm drawn to this weird paranormal stuff that I didn't think existed yesterday. And then, like, basically they end up like choosing to be demon demon hunters or whatever, and then that kind of uh, gets them back to reality again. But like, it just it was a nice uh, palate cleanser from the torture porn episode, the one, the one before, you know. Yeah, no, it's good that they do that, right? And they can lighten yeah. it up between episodes because, yeah, the one before that is a little rough, but no, this one's a fun one because sometimes I think that's what I appreciate about it too. Sometimes they have fun episodes where they're yeah, exactly. a, little, a little more lighthearted. Exactly, exactly. And then, um, synchronistically, like Rivers was talking about earlier today, she was talking about the one where he, uh, if they find out that there's like a book, like a supernatural book series being written about them, like. Um, yes, I love it. And I, I hadn't seen it. I, I didn't know when it was coming. And then that's the one where, where I left on it. That was, that's the next episode. So like, I'm like halfway through that one when we started the show. And it's really fun. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool, like, cool idea. Yeah, It's so fun. And it goes on. And I think because later, not to spoil it, but the, it does come back later. And it becomes a theme, uh, you know, that they explore. And it's oh, so that's cool. fun. Yeah, and really I fun. love it. And um, yeah, no. And it, then it, I love the book. I is Sylvain in the chat? Series. Yeah, Sylvain is in the chat. Has has he seen Winchester's yet? Sylvain, um, Sylvain, have you seen Winchester's yet? I watched it. I watched it today. It was good. I liked it. From somebody. Tell me about good. it. Yeah. So, tell me. Try to tell us without spoiling too much, because we might have some supernatural fans in the house. Okay. Um, again, it's been probably like three or four years since I watched the first season. So. Rick Rivers yes. had, to, uh, had to kind of re-explain the kind of story of John and Mary again, which uh, to refresh me. Then, like once she explained it, like the visual of her like burning in the house and all that kind of stuff, it, it all came back to me. Um, yeah, burning to the ceiling. Yeah. So, so I didn't. But so I don't know how much of this is spoilers for the Winchesters and how much of it is just lore that people know. It's like people who watch House of the Dragon, like without watching Game of yes. Thrones. It's like yes. all of, like a lot of a lot of House of the Dragon is in Game of Thrones, so it's tough. So it's like it's tough. It's tough. Um, I don't so I don't know how much of the Winchesters is in is in this, but like we meet uh John gets off like off the bus from uh from the war and everything and then uh has like a meet cute with uh with Mary where like they bump into each other outside of a theater. And, and and uh she's like kinda like badass. She like seems kinda edgy or whatever. And uh she like has like a spray paint can, so he so, so she, she like claims to be like an artist or something. And like I took some notes because like I wasn't sure if we were gonna like talk about it in depth. And like the weirdest yeah. part of the episode is that she says that she was just getting snacks at the movie theater, and I'm like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever like. That is, it was that how the '70s were? Because right now, it's like you, you buy candy at the movie theater, so it's like eight dollars for a dollar thing. You know, if I buy popcorn yeah, at the movie no, theater, it's, it's ten ten bucks for a, a, for popcorn that give you a free at restaurants. You know, it's like yeah. it's, a, it's it's crime basically. It's the last it's place you'd want to go to buy snacks. It's a <laughs> rip off, man. It's I found that weird. But so, um, this is all like within the first ten minutes. So I don't think it's a really, really a spoiler. But then yeah. he's he's attacked by uh, by a demon um, in an alley because he's like given this note by like he he doesn't his dad left fifteen years ago, and then um, he gets on he like gets a note from him and to like to go like if if you're if you're reading this note it means I'm like gone like they don't know where, like he. The mom says he ran. She ran. He ran out. But he does. He has a feeling that something else happened. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know that, like, he's his dad's a hunter, and then finds this note saying like, 
if you get this note, I'm not coming back. If you want answers, like follow this. And like, here's the key for it. This is all in the beginning. Um, so we, on the way to this place, he, he gets attacked by this demon, and Ma- then Mary comes out of nowhere and saves him, and like, ends up like fighting, fighting this demon. Which like so in the story, yeah. So in the story, she's like the badass. She's like the one who's been fighting with her. Like both of their parents, are, like both families, are have been fighting demons forever. He didn't know about it at all. So he's he's like the he's the outsider who has no no knowledge of the of this whole hunter world. And she's like the veteran who's like this badass, like Buffy without being jokey, like just a straight up slayer badass. And then, nice. um, basically, she her father's missing too. So they help each other try to like find their father, and there's all kind of like they go they they introduce this um this like Freemason secret society type thing of hunters who like hang out these graveyards and have this like secret society of hunters basically who their dad's a part of and uh so yeah no spoilers but uh I gotta watch like a, it. yeah and there's one element who I think is gonna be the big bad of at least the first season I try I tried looking up to, like I, I didn't recognize the name I I, I won't give it away. But I tried looking up to see if it's an existing entity, which most most of their villains are at, or most of the things they reference are things in occult literature and stuff. This I couldn't find anything for in just a two minute search before the show. But I don't know if they're introducing some some just made up lore, or if they're going to like get into some deep, deep, deep stuff that I don't I couldn't even find in a simple search, which is very cool. I want or my 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 my, my hunch though, this is but but I'm biased is that they're going like. Maybe almost Lovecraftian with it. That's the only. That's, that's the only tease. That's a tease I'll give. I don't know if it's true. I'm I, I'm looking for it everywhere, so I'm trying to find it where it's not. Maybe, but like, I don't know. Like, it's like, oh man, you have a sense for the Lovecraftian though. I, I, I might. I'm, it's it's it's. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's just it's like it's something that maybe even a demon would be afraid of. That that, that type of deal, you know. Like, oh. so that okay, that's all I'll say. You sure? And I I really really enjoyed it. And like the two main okay. the two main people are like really. Like the main guy and the main girl are both very likable, extremely likable. Um, okay, yeah. I want to watch it. Yeah, I want to watch it before the next time. I mean, we got time, we got time. I just got to figure out where to watch it. This get the CW yeah. app, CW, yeah, it's free. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's free. You have to watch commercials, and it's there's a good, there's a lot of commercials, and this it's the same three commercials over and over again, which sucks, but uh, it's but it's free. Like yeah, but it's free. It's free. You know what? I'll handle the freaking commercials for the free, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, downloaded. I don't care. What did Sylvain say? Did, did he, uh, did he Sylvain watch? says, unfortunately, they don't have that channel in France, but he'll find oh, it somewhere. So, Sylvain, could you download the CW app from the App Store? Can you not access that from France? Maybe he can. It's, it's probably one of those deals where, like, once it's over and, like, once like, the full season airs, then, like, Sky Sky or one of those European stations will, will, will buy it. We'll pick Maybe. it up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very good. And this, and I'm not a, obviously, as we said, I'm not a diehard supernatural person, but I'm I'm all in. I'm gonna watch. I'm, I'm gonna watch I, I like every episode. Yeah, because yeah, if you're into it and you enjoyed it, right, and you're not a supernatural person, then that means maybe I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, def- I think you definitely would. And it's, it seems well made too. Which made me think that like maybe maybe the CW does supernatural content, like not the show, but like the genre better than, better than do super superhero stuff. So that. I, I have a, a fond place in my heart for the Arrowverse, for the Flash and and Green Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow yeah, and all that stuff. And yeah, they did a great. I mean, t- it, it's a it's of its time, I guess. Of too. its time, yeah. At, at a time, it was it was great, and like at a time, it was fun. like not great, but it was like 
we were getting a flash show and a green arrow show on TV and it was good for what it was. And it, like, it had like Kevin Smith crying during the first season finale. And, all, and it was like, it was a nice little, it's, it, was, it was great in like 2015 or whatever. But now like, I don't know, they, they do well. The Supernatural is better quality than, than all those shows. And this show is better quality than Supernatural so far. And like, even like Riverdale has like a Supernatural feel to it. Like, like Buffy, Buffy was a WB show, which is like CW is. And like they, they do, they, I don't know if supernatural type stuff is easier to make. If that's why like Universal Monsters was a, was a thing before superheroes were a thing in, in the movies. If yeah, it's like, like monster shit, yeah, monster yeah. yeah. But they do it well. They do it well. It's a uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's my, my my seal of approval for sure. I have um, or I don't know if we can do. We got four minutes, and I got a question from Jennifer Hawkins. I can talk fast. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. She goes, where does Derek think of the Lovecraftian connection in the Song of Ice and Fire mythologies with the Greyjoy House and the Blackstone connections crafted by J.R.R. Martin? Oh, he just, like, I've been watching, well, leading up to it, like the House of the Dragon, I've been, like, deep down, I haven't read the books, so I've just been reading, like, listening to all kinds of, like, explanation videos and stuff. And I love like, the parts of the world that aren't in the stories, like the like the Essos and like the Soteros and like the Far East and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the farther you get in the map, the more of crafting he, he gets. And the, like Martin has said himself that if there's a city or a place location that doesn't have any like plot for it, it's just a name on a map. Chances are I I just picked it from Lovecraft specifically. And it's like they they have like old ones, ancient ones, which like like they have like Lovecraftian deities in the mythology. They have deep deep ones who are these like fish people that worship these these elder gods, old like ancient ones, um, which is straight up from Lovecraft. That's the that's the inspiration for like um, Aquaman type things. Like like once 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 Aquaman and Avatar underwater and and Black Panther comes out, that's gonna be like big. It, it was like that, that, that'll be the conversation would be about like this theosophy and Alice Bailey connection to these like fish people like Lovecraft got it from Alice Bailey 